Now, while you're still standing up, let's sing a song. I believe we know this song. Our Lord God, thou art made thy heaven. We know it's right? Okay, let's, let's do it right. Let's do it right. Yeah? Let's have the keyboard. Our Lord God, thou art made thy heaven, and he has by thy great power. Hallelujah, our Lord God, thou art made thy heaven and the air by the house With the nothing, nothing, nothing needs to be before for me. Nothing needs to be before. What a mighty God you are. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for what you started to do. And we thank you for what you are going to do. Take all the glory. Prove yourself tonight. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus mighty name we have prayed. Psalm 121 verse 6 to 8. Psalm 121 verse 6 to 8 thank you God bless you this song uh, let, let, let's, let's read it together let's have it on the screen Psalm 121 verse 6, 6 to 8 one to go this song shall not smite thee by day not the moon by night the Lord shall preserve thee from all evil it shall preserve thy soul the Lord shall preserve thy going house and thy coming in from this time forth, even forevermore. Say, Father, preserve me and all my loved ones from all calamities, from all tragedies that the enemy has planned for the rest of this year. Go ahead and cry to the Lord that God will preserve you. He will preserve your wife, your husband, your children, all your loved ones from all calamity, all the evil plan of the enemy for the rest of this year. Father, preserve me and my household from all the evil plan of the enemy, from every plan of tragedy, every plan of calamity that the enemy has proposed. For the rest of this year, I exempt myself, my wife, my children, and all my loved ones, every member of this church. I exempt everyone from any form of calamity, from any form of tragedy. In the name of Jesus, thank you. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed.
Mark 4.39. Today is the night of prayer. So, get ready for it. Mark 4.39. Mark 4.39. And he arose. That is Jesus. And rebuked the wind. And said unto the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. I don't know the storm that you are passing through in your life. It may be in any form. It may even be the storm of pain in your body. It may be the storm of lack. It may be the storm of fear, of losing your job. It may be the storm of shame. That is already in the hair. You are going to say, Father, arise and steal every storm in my life, in my body, in my family, in my career, in my home, in the name of Jesus. Go ahead and cry to the Lord. Lord, steal every storm, every storm in my life. Every storm in my home, every storm in my marriage, every storm in my career, every storm in my finances, every storm, go ahead and curse the law. Whatever area of your life that there is storm, ask them not to come every storm. Oh Lord, arise and come every storm. Jesus arise and come every storm in every area of my life. Every storm in this church, come them in the name of Jesus. Every storm in the life of all my loved ones, come them in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Now it's time for you to command. Because you have been given the authority. He said, and I will give you Matthew sixteen nineteen, And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. You are going to command every door. Every door the enemy has shut against you. Every door, it's like you, you are about to get the blessing. And it, you just, it goes off you. They shortlist everybody for the, for the interview. All of a sudden they say, no, sorry, you can't come again. Every door the enemy has shot against you. You are going to command them open. Say, Father, I command every door the enemy has shot against me and my family. In the name of Jesus, be upward, be upward, be upward. Go ahead and come to the Lord. Every door the enemy has shot against me and my loved ones. By the authority in the name of Jesus, I command you doors of the enemy be upward. Every door of breakthrough, every door of increase, every door of empowerment, every door of favor. The enemy has shot against him, my love walls. I command in the name of Jesus. Be upward. Be upward. Be upward. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus. Mighty name we have prayed. How many God you want God to smile at you?
Yeah? And you want your enemy to join you to smile. Then that will be the last prayer. Before the next one. Father, smile on me. And my family. Tonight. Make us a source of laughter. Like Isaac. And give us abundant testimony. In the name of Jesus. Go ahead and cry to the Lord. Lord, smile on me tonight. Smile on me tonight. Smile on me and my household tonight. Make us a source of laughter. Make us a source of testimony. Do abundant testimony. Grant me abundant testimony. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we are praying. You can have your seat. Remember, you are in for prayers tonight. So I'm going to try and make it rush. I'm going to rush it and we'll be able to get what the Holy Spirit wants to give us tonight. Is anything too hard for the Lord? That is the thing. You see why I said Sister Stormy should tell us the meaning of Nitila. The title of the message is what? Is anything too hard for the Lord? Let me tell your neighbor and ask him or her, is anything too hard for the Lord? So what's the response? Okay. Genesis 18. Genesis 18, verse 9 to 14. I'll probably go through it quickly. Genesis 18, 9 to 14. This is the story of Abraham. He saw three men. God, the Lord, visited Abraham. He saw three men and the Holy Spirit moved Abraham. To call them into his house. And he entertained them. And see what happened. After they had eaten. In verse 9. And they said unto him. Where is Sarah thy wife? And he said. Behold in the tent. And he said. I will certainly return unto thee. According to the time of life. And lo. Sarah thy wife shall have a son. And Sarah heard it in the tent door. Which was behind him. Now Abraham and Sarah were hold and were stricken in age. I want you to hold that very well. They were hold and well stricken in age. Which means the two of them have passed, they have reached menopause. Okay? Now, and it ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of women. You know that? Menopause already reached. Therefore, Sarah laughed within herself, saying, After I, have, I am waxed old, shall I have pleasure? My Lord being old also. So the two of them attacked impossible. They have profiled themselves no longer possible. This is hard for God. But look at what God says. And the Lord said unto Abraham, Wherefore did Sarah laugh, saying, Shall I... Of a shorty, bear a child, which I'm hold. I don't know what you have called yourself, but God has not called you. That story is changing you tonight in the name of Jesus. Amen. And verse 14, the Lord said, Is anything too hard for the Lord? At the time appointed, I will return unto thee, according to the time of life. And Sarah shall have a son. 
We serve a God with whom nothing is too hard for. You may not believe it. Nobody's going to arrest you. But that is the truth. <laughs> Our God is the self-sufficient one and needs no one to help him to accomplish any task he wants to do. And nobody can query him. There is no impossibility in a dictionary. Anything can happen with a God. I gave an illustration that one of my fathers in the Lord said, said, if God tells you that you have six fingers on your right hand, believe it. If God speaks to you, look on your heart, six fingers. Don't look at it. Just say, yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know why? The moment you leave that hand, the six fingers has grown. That's the God you serve. When he says it, it is done. He said, let there be light. And there was light. So you don't joke to, with this type of God. Our God turns hopeless situations around to become testimonies. He makes a way where there seems to be no way. The children of Israel were on their way. And according to the GPS, the GPS took them to the wrong place. <laughs> but what, what did my God do? He did say, turn around and use another route. And that's what your GPS tells you. My God made a way in the Red Sea. Because there is nothing too hard for him. He declared in Jeremiah 32, 37, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything to ask for me? I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? You know what that means? For as long as you are alive, for as long as you are in this flesh, is your owner. And there is nothing too hard for him to do. If it would take God to give you a new spear part, he would do it free of charge, without any stress, without any consultation with any doctor, and he would do it miraculously. Yeah. They brought a man to him. He was born without eyes. With no eyes at all. Jesus did not turn him back. He spit on the floor. He made a clay. Put clay on it. Said go and wash. And that was it. <laughs> that was it. Tonight, the Lord has decided to ask you that same question. Is there anything too hard for me? If you have come here today with any issue you have thought impossible, I'm glad to let you know that you have come to meet with a God 
with all nothing is too hard for. There's one thing it requires from you, and that is faith. When you go to the scriptures, everyone that had an encounter with God, everyone that had their situation, that impossible situation, turned to possible situation, they had faith in God. In Matthew 17, Matthew 17, verse 20, And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief, was telling, telling his disciples. They said, why couldn't we do this? He said, because of your unbelief. For verily I say unto you, if ye have faith, somebody say, if ye have faith, as grain of mustard seed. Now, it's not asking you for big faith. For small what? Faith. You know how small is mustard seed? If you have faith as mustard seed, ye shall say unto this mountain, Remove as to yonder, and it shall remove. And what? Nothing shall be impossible with you. You see, it started from nothing is too hard for me. And I said, If you have faith, what becomes of you? Nothing shall be impossible with who? Now read it, read it, read it. With who? Is it with God now? No, let's, let's get it. It started with what? Nothing is too hard for me. That is God talking. And I said, if you have faith, if you have faith, you don't doubt, nothing will be what? Impossible for you. If you have faith. I'm going to take us through four examples of people that got their heart situation torn to possibility. That got their impossible situation torn to possibility. And the first one there you see in the case of Sarah and Abraham. They have reached menopause. And the case of Elizabeth and Zacharias. These two couples have reached what they call their menopause. But my God, stop in! <laughs> and change menopause to menopause. He changed what? Menopause to menopause. So what it is that is happening in your life? What has doctor told you that is not possible? It is just a pause. And if you understand very well, when you click pause, all you need to do is what? Play. And the record continues to play. With my God, there's no man no stop. With my God, there's no what? Man no stop. The word may tell you it's a menopause, but sorry, my God can click it again and it turns to menopause. And I see him do it in your life and your family in the name of Jesus. In Genesis 18:11, we saw Sarah saying, We are hold and stricken age. In Hebrews 11:11, 11, 11, 
for you to still know that it was true faith. Hebrews 11, 11, true faith also. Sarah herself received strength. Did you see that? True what? Say, true what? True faith. Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed. So, which means if Sarah had no faith, that seed would not stay. If Sarah had no faith in that potent word that was speaking, that at the appointed time Sarah shall carry a son, that child would not have stayed. So, she received strength to conceive the seed. And for the seed to stay and to mature in nine months and to be delivered according to the word of God. And deliver of a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful who had promised. And the case of Elizabeth and Zechariah, this couple were hold also. They had even forgotten. They were just serving God. They were being faithful. Just serving God. In fact, the man had a encounter. Zechariah had a encounter in the place where if he tried to misbehave, he would have died as a priest. And when the angel came to Mary and was trying to make Mary to increase the faith of Mary, all of a sudden the angel gave the information. And in Luke 1, 36 to 37, Luke 1, 36-37 And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she had also conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month with her, whom was called barren, whom was called menopause. Now it has been changed to what? Menopause. Verse 37 For with God, nothing shall be impossible. I will give an illustration to encourage somebody here tonight about what you call menopause and menopause. I was a woman, 60, if I remember very well, 60 something. She was in a meeting like this. And the man of God said, There is somebody here. God said, He has turned your age 10 years younger. I do my job. I said, It is me. I receive it. It is me. I receive it. It is me. I receive it. So, immediately the woman told the cousins that were around him, around her, and said, he's talking about me. It is me that God has reduced what? Ten years. Younger. Before you know it, some minutes after that, the man of God said again, God said, there's somebody here, by this time next year, you'll be carrying your baby. The woman jumped and said, now, you know I told you, that God has changed my menopause to menopause what? Menopause. A woman 60 years, one year after, she came with her baby. True faith. She grabbed it through what? Faith. And let me tell you an example of a meno, meno stop chain to meno play. 
There was a woman, a lady. She she did naughty thing while in school. Got pregnant, committed abortion, and because of that, to save her life, the womb was removed. So that was what? Menu stop. No womb at all. <laughs> that is what menu stop. It was time for her to get married. A brother in the church proposed. And this woman, this lady said, Sorry, I can't marry. Pastor, please tell him my story. No womb. The moment the man had no womb, ah, he said, This is the person I'm looking for. You know why? The brother was a widower. Yeah? So, had children already. So, say, I'm not looking for children. Let us get married. I just need a companion. So, perfect match. So, they got married. And, of course, you know the sister. Praying with faith. With my God, nothing shall be impossible. To cut the long story short, they have children. Men will stop. Turn to what? I'm not telling you fairy tales. I'm telling you miracles that our God has done. Not in the Bible days, but in our days. No matter any report the doctor has given you, it is just a pause. My God is turning it around for your testimony in the name of Jesus. By faith, the sick are healed. In Mark 9, 17 to 27, we saw the story of a man who brought his child to be prayed for. The disciples tried, they couldn't do it, so they had to call Jesus. When Jesus got to the place, in verse 23, Mark 9, 23, Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that what? If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believe it. And straight away the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe, help thou my unbelief. <laughs> and the miracle happened. We saw another story about the centurion. In Matthew 8, 5, 14, this man said, Jesus, my servant is healed. He's about to die. Jesus said, Jesus said, I will come to your house. But the man said, Jesus, ah, I'm a military man. I have 100 soldiers under me. That's what centurion means. Someone that has 100 soldiers under him. Yeah? You don't need to come, Jesus. I know what authority means. All you need to do is to speak a word, and my servant will be here. Jesus said, wow, I've never seen so great faith like this in Jerusalem. And Jesus said, go. And the Bible said, immediately, the same hour, the servant was healed. You know what that means? If you truly have great faith, you don't need to wait until someone lay hands onto you to get your miracle. That woman said, if I must but touch the aim of his garment." I shall be made whole. True faith. Let's pray and pray. 
Let's start off and pray. At least I've mentioned two points now. You're going to say, Father, turn every hopeless situation in my life to testimony. Go ahead and cry to the Lord. You know that situation in your life that looks hopeless. You know that circumstance that looks hopeless in your life. It was hopeless for Sarah and Abraham. Sarah said she was even laughing. She said, no, this one is not possible. But she believed God and she received strength to conceive. The Lord make this hopeless situation become hopeful situation. Turn this situation around for my good. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. The second prayer. You're going to say, Father, I believe. Please help my unbelief. You know, that was the prayer that man prayed. He said, Jesus said, it's because of unbelief. He said, Father, I believe. Help my unbelief. Terminate every sickness in my body. Every sickness in my family. Lord, I believe. I believe. I believe. I don't doubt again. I know with you all things are possible. I know there is no impossible with you. Lord, I believe. I believe all things are possible with you. Terminate every sickness, every circumstance that looks like sickness in my life, in my body. You have, you have an helmet in your body. I want to lay your hands on that part of your body that is, that is paining you, that is making you to feel, to, to feel as God forgotten me. I begin to cry to Him, Lord, I believe. Lord, I believe. Terminate this sickness in my body. Lord, I believe. Heal me of all my diseases. In the name of Jesus, speak a word to my situation. Jesus, speak a word to my situation. Jesus, speak a word to my situation. Heal me completely. Heal me completely. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Your healing is perfect in the name of Jesus. Every hopeless situation is turning to testimony in your life in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we are prayed. Let's be on our feet. Let's quickly go through this too. And we pray. By faith, the counsel of Aitofel against David was overturned. So this is one of the stories in the Bible that we don't read often, but it's powerful. We all know the story of David, right? It is reported to him that he never lost a war. But it got to a point, David finds himself in a hard situation. Is anything too hard for God? And what is the hard situation? His own son, Absalom, decided to take over for him. That was not just it. His best advisor, Aitofel. Let me show you the profile of Aitofel. For you to know why David knew this is problem. And he ran away from the palace. In 2 Samuel 16.23, for you to know the profile of Aitofel. 2 Samuel 16.23, And the counsel of Aitofel, which a counsel in those days, was as if a man has inquired at the oracle of God. That is wisdom. 
He had the gift of wisdom. When he gives counsel, it is 100% accuracy. So the moment David saw that Ahithophel is now in the camp of Absalom, oh, this is acting. God help me. And what did David do? He ran away from the palace. The man that never lost a war. But David, however, had faith in God. And he did something that you are going to do tonight. In 2 Samuel 15, 31. 2 Samuel 15, 31. And one told David, saying, Ahithophel is among the conspirators with Absalom. And David said, O Lord, I pray thee, turn the counsel of Ahithophel into what? Foolishness. Every counsel of Ahithophel in your office, in your family, wherever they may be, they are turning to foolishness in the name of Jesus. Everyone that has gang up for your name to be put on the termination list. Everyone that has gang up for your name to be put on the motion list. I decree that all their counsel is turning to foolishness in the name of Jesus. So rest on your feet, let's pray. Now I told you we have come to pray. Say, Father, every itophenic counsel against me and my household turn that of foolishness in Jesus' name. Let only your counsel be fulfilled in my life. Go ahead and come to the Lord. Every itophenic counsel against me in my office in my household, among my family, among my friends, wherever I may be, every act of family cancer, Lord, turn them to foolishness. Turn them to foolishness. Let only your will, your cancer be done in my life. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. You can have your seat. Let's, let's go to the last one and we'll pray. Now, this is another story in the Bible that we don't read often. And the Holy Spirit reminded me yesterday. I said, Lord, let's go, go and pray about this. And the story of Mordecai. You know Mordecai? In the book of Hester. <laughs> now, Mordecai continued to serve God and was faithful in his work. And that is where I want you to take note. As a child of God, please be faithful on your work. This man was a gate man. He was a slave. I'm telling you the profile of Mordecai. A slave, a gate man. Now he was standing by the gate and he saw some people want to kill the king, plotting. He did not turn his face. He went to report. That is faithfulness on your work. Whatever your infant to do, do it well. That's for somebody. Fear thou a man faithful in his business. If he has stand before kings and not me, man. This man was faithfully working for God, serving, and was praying to ensure that the people of God would not be destroyed. And he had faith in the Jehovah, the God of Israel. And you know what happened to him? When you read the book of Esther chapter 6, 
The summary of it. The man plotting to destroy him, God used that same man to promote him, to celebrate him, to honor him. What a molestation. The Lord will molest your enemy. I said the Lord will molest your enemy. In the name of Jesus. The same man, the same man that was, he, he had already planned a gallow in his house. That this is where I'm going to hang that Mordecai that refused to bow to me. And God pro- reprogrammed me in such a way that it is the same man that God used to decorate Mordecai. To celebrate him. To honor him. Everyone planning evil for you. In your office, wherever you, they may be. God will use them to decorate you in the name of Jesus. God will use them to lift you up in the name of Jesus. The Lord will use them as the ladder you will climb to get to your next level. In the name of Jesus. Everything was upside down for Mordecai. You know, people say, oh, as an expert, you cannot be promoted. <laughs> Who told you? God has done it to his own glory. And he's still doing it. I'm a living witness of that. <laughs> he's still in the business of promoting his business. In a strange land. The king could not sleep. In Esther chapter 6 verse 1. On that night could not the king sleep. And he commanded to bring the book of records of the chronicles. And they were read before the king. Every king in your office, every king in any area you are connected to, that God needs to seize their peace, so that your own record of promotion will be hopeless. The Lord will seize their peace in the name of Jesus. In Esther chapter 6, verse 3, And the king said, What honor and dignity has been done to Mordecai for this? Then said the king's servant that ministered unto him, there's nothing done for him. Woo! Just like many of us, you have been walking like an like elephant, but you are taking salary of a of, of, of a rat. Walking like an elephant and taking the salary equivalent of ant. God is not happy with it. I said, God will arise for your sake. I said, God will arise for your sake. In the name of Jesus. Every man that has veto power will begin to rise on your behalf. You know that for men, they just need to sign and the deal is done. That for men in this world, their signature can kill nations. Those are the men that God will be bringing across your way for your favor. In the name of Jesus! Every policy that needs to be made, every policy that needs to be reversed for your promotion, for your lifting, the Lord will make sure it is done speedily. In the name of Jesus! The path of divine helper that God has ordained for you your home path and that of those your divine helpers will cross divinely in the name of Jesus. Mordecai was promoted, he was decorated, he was celebrated by the enemy of his soul. 
This man was planning to kill Mordecai. But the Lord turned it around. The Lord will turn situation around for you in the name of Jesus. We need to go. We need to go. Let's be on our feet. At the end, let's read this. <laughs> Esther 6.13. Let's see it. For you to see how this our God works. See the testimony of the family of Ammon. Let's have it on the screen. And we'll pray with us. Esther 6.13. Esther 6.13. Now, and Ammon told Zeresh, his wife, and all his friends, everything that has befallen him. You know the ridicule? The harassment, the embarrassment, the shame. Then said his wise men, and Zareth his wife, unto him, If Mordecai be of the seed of the Jew, if you be a child of God, are you seeing yourself? Before whom thou hast begun to fall, thou shalt not prevail against him, but shall surely fall before him. I want to say, Father, remember me and my household. Let the book of record be open for our recognition, for our promotion, for our recognition. In the name of Jesus, speedily lift me up, O God. Go ahead and come to the Lord. Lord, let the book of record be open. Every man, every woman that needs to be touched, the man, the woman that has veto power, that needs to sign for me to be increased. Jesus, move them in the name of Jesus. Move them in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. From today onward, people, including your enemy, will begin to laugh with you and no longer at you in the name of Jesus. Your enemy will join you to celebrate your success in the name of Jesus. I say your enemy will join you to celebrate your success in the name of Jesus. Somebody is here, you are not born again. You know you are not living right with God. Is anything too hard for God? That is only applicable if you are on the side of God. If you are not born again, I cannot guarantee you that some things will not be hard for you. He says, say ye to the righteous, it shall be well with him. Is somebody here, you know you are not living right with God. You are still living in sin. You are committing sin as if you are drinking water. Without limit, you have been struggling with sin. Or you are born again before you, back, you are backslidden. And you need to come back to God. Is anyone like that, like that? Please raise up your hands. Let me pray with you under this powerful anointing of God. And God will have mercy on you. Okay, all of us who are born again, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Let's pray this final prayer before we, call, we come out for prayer. Say, Father, I believe nothing is too hard for you, including my challenges. Please, O oh Lord, arise on my behalf and bring to pass your promises in my life, in my family. Concerning my career, concerning my health, in the name of Jesus. Go ahead and express yourself unto him. 
Lord, I believe nothing is too hard for you. Bring to pass all your promises in my life. I believe with you all things are possible. Begin to mention those things that look impossible in your life. Lord, this situation, I believe you can solve it now. This challenge is too small for you. God, prove yourself in my situation. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Now the rest of us, you can have your seat. I want to be in the mood of prayer. Whatever you can remember that is hard in your life, begin to ask God, God, this hard situation, soften it. Intervene this situation. But if you want to agree with the leaders, you want hand to be laid on you. Please, I want you to come. Jesus said, I will come to your house. So there's nothing wrong in it. Your faith believes that as he and the woman said, if I must but touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made whole. Begin to come out right now. If you want hand to be laid on you, lead us, please, let's come so that we can lay hands on the people. Holy Spirit, you want hand to be laid on you, please, let's come quickly so that you can receive a touch of God. And I know you will never remain the same. Choir, please, give us a, a song to worship God. You want hand to be laid on, on you, please, come out quickly. Come out quickly.
church shall, shall we stand as we close this service the one phrase that has come to us today repeatedly from different parts of the scripture is simply this is there anything too hard for the lord if you have got any doubt put it away jeremiah chapter 32 we read this verse verse 27 says is there anything too hard for me asks the lord and the answer actually comes a few verses earlier because in verse 17 it says there is nothing too hard for god the whole verse reads our lord god behold you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and outstretched arm there is nothing too hard for you and that's the faith we have and that's the faith we are going to ask god to empower into our life all the time that in any situation every time the devil brings that thought that this cannot be done we just going to say there is nothing impossible with our god it doesn't matter what the issue is is it a job issue that's not impossible with the lord is it a visa issue it's not impossible with the lord is it a financial breakthrough you're looking for talk to god is it a health issue talk to god is it a relationship issue there is nothing which is impossible for god ask in faith that's the message we have received today that's god telling us talk to me come to me for with me nothing is impossible father god we thank you lord church let's just pray together talk to god just say thank you lord for that promise that assurance that we have that nothing is impossible with god father god we want to say thank you lord we praise you lord we bless you we worship you lord father god we have realized time and again lord that nothing is impossible with you lord and father god we are so grateful that we can sit at your feet lord father that every comfort we need is with you lord father every word of encouragement we need we get from you lord father every answer to every prayer comes from you lord father and father god we are so thankful today lord father that as a, as your children in this hall we can say father god thank you lord because you have made everything possible for me father god we give glory to you lord father god we thank you lord that your presence was is here right now and you have been ministering to every one of us lord father and we ask lord that even as we leave this place lord we will not leave behind that which you have put into us today lord father help us to go out lord father knowing that we are a victorious people everything is possible for us because we have a god who has said that nothing is impossible with him father god we thank you for this lord thank you father for this time thank you father for your servants who you have used this day lord father and we pray lord that you will continue to bless them lord father Father God be with every one of us Lord Father we commit ourselves into your hands Lord that we will step out without a shadow of doubt 
in our minds, Lord Father, that with you everything is possible. We give all glory, honor to you, Lord. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. God bless you as we move out.